I'm Yamilka Rodriguez, and this is the Brand Therapist Podcast, where we come together and dive deep into the psychology of branding. We live in a new era that asks us to step up and show our individuality, learn what makes us unique and different in this world. Let's open the door to possibilities so you can win in business, life, and relationships, because everything starts with you. Hello, Clara. I'm so excited to have you on my couch today and have your amazing wisdom be bestowed among us. And so I'm so excited. But before I get started on the questions, I'm going to read your bio. Clara is an international speaker, trainer, best-selling author, and host of the Working Mom Women's Channel and Living Real TV. She's the founder and CEO of Capano Speaking and Training and creator of the Clarity Success Method. I love that. Clarity. Her passion is in helping women in business redefine their relationship with time. Wow, time is so critical right now. We'll talk about that in a minute. So they can stop being busy and start being productive. So they can get more money, more time, and more life. Let Clara help you with clarity and help you create success on your terms. Yes. Well, tell me, Clara, tell me a little bit about you, what you're doing, what's going on in your life. Well, first and foremost, thanks for having me. You know, I love what you are doing, not just in your business, but also with the podcast of being able to connect so many of us and just be able to create a platform where we can learn. I think it's so important. And I just really appreciate you inviting me in to sit on your couch. So thank you so much. As it says in the bio, you know, my passion really is in helping women use their time better. The one thing that I know people always want is more time more time to enjoy with their friends, their family, more time to work at a higher level, whatever it may be. And so what I really try to teach people to do is to really show up as that CEO mindset, regardless of what they're doing, they are the CEO of their own business, their own life. And it's not about how we spend our time, but it's teaching them to understand how they are investing their time. Because time really is our most valuable commodity. And what I have found with over 15, 20 years of time working with women in business, when we can really get a hold on how we show up and we can show up with more purpose, more passion, and more focus, we're unstoppable. And we actually can uncover and manufacture more time in our days. I love that. You know, I think time right now is is a trend. I have a friend that's writing a book on time which is really interesting. We were talking about time the other day and I was interviewing somebody for a client and we were talking about how she would gift her time. Time is a real thing right now. And I've been doing a lot of work with uh, Joe Dispenza and he talks about time being something that doesn't exist. We put time on ourselves And I think it's more about what you're saying, like focusing on the right things so you have more time. Because the truth is, is when you get very clear on what you want to accomplish with your life, both professionally as well as personally, 
again, you start really making better decisions. And the truth is there is enough time, but that causes you again to get really laser beam focused and clear on how you're going to invest that time. But there is a lot of time in our days. It's not that we need more. We just need to start, like I said, redefining our relationship and using it to a higher and better use. Exactly. So let me ask you this. I always start with this because I like to kind of understand the underpinnings of how we become who we are. It wouldn't be a therapy session if we didn't start with childhood questions, right? Tell me about a moment in your childhood that kind of brought you to where you are today? It's a great question. And yes, we can learn so much from our childhood. I would say when I was a teenager, I developed an eating disorder. And I remember going to the doctors and realizing that they were horrible communicators. You know, they were really sharp, but the idea of really being able to explain what's going on on a level that people could understand it and making it more of a personal experience was missing. So I got in my head when I was about 13 years old that that's what I wanted to do is I wanted to teach people how to be better communicators and really find a way to, again, get down on their level. So I didn't really know how to make all of that work. So I sort of have gone around, but have landed back here. And I think that's one of the reasons I'm very successful in what I do is because I really try to take in what is happening in somebody's world so that they can create a path to success on their terms. Because just like you can't communicate the same way to every person, you can't show up and run your day the same way as as every person. So I think just, again, kind of going through that and realizing that whatever you define as success, it's not one size fits all. So we have to really understand that everybody's path is very personal and individualized. So I think tapping into that has really helped me. I love that. That's one of the things I focus on on my business as well, is really understanding the client not at a superficial level, but a really deep level because that defines them. And if you can really serve them, then they'll have an experience with your brand that is unforgettable. Yeah. And then also one of the things that I do is teaching the women that I work with, once they again, get clear on who they are and how they can create that experience for their clients, it's also in how they show up and communicate in setting their boundaries. So for example, you know, if they have somebody with a certain personality style and they need to set expectations, they might communicate it a different way to each person based upon how that person takes in information and deciphers information. So, you know, it's just on so many different levels of being able to, again, have that deeper connection and unlock the understanding. Yes. So tell me, Now that we've talked all about this, tell me a little bit about your personal brand. We joke about the term clarity. So again, my name is Clara. That is what I do is I really don't see myself as being strictly a productivity coach or a transformational coach. What I am is I bring people clarity. And what that means is if you break it down, it's the clarity method. And the C stands for walking people through and getting them very clear on their vision and what it is that they want to accomplish and why. The L is teaching them how to leverage their time. So again, they can unlock more time. The first A is all about getting clear on how they are going to articulate their value so they can stand out and again, have that connection like we just talked about. 
The R stands for rest and reflection. We constantly have to pivot. And also, if we're going to serve at the highest level possible, we have to give ourselves a break and learn that there is importance in self-care. Then the other A is for choosing the right actions, because it's not about doing everything. It's about doing the right things. T is all about tracking and measuring. And then the Y stands for, yes, it's time to celebrate. So as I walk people through that, my personal brand is, again, all about honing into your own authenticity and really bringing out the best sides of you. And again, teaching you how to create success all on your terms without having to sacrifice all the good things that come along in your life. So I really help people fight through that burnout, but actually create a foundation where they're not even going to experience the burnout because again, they're going to know exactly what they need to say yes to and what they need to say no to, but they have to do it their authentic way. They have to have fun with it and they, they do have to be serious and be ready to get focused. I love that. The other question that people always think it's kind of interesting is, when did you know that you became famous? Now, we want to know just your fame story. Everybody has a different fame story. We don't believe fame is just for the celebrities, the actors, the actresses, or the musicians. We believe fame is for everybody and famous for what you particular do. So tell me a story about that. I do a lot of traveling. I'm on the road maybe 30 plus weeks a year. And I was walking through the airport and somebody noticed me. And they're like, oh, you were the one that was speaking with us. And so that was kind of a fun moment to be able to have that in. But then also there's been just little moments where I can hear my son telling people about what I do. And that's always important because as a single mom, you know, having my son be proud of me is important. And then sometimes I'll just get a glimpse of my TV shows or something being played or someone talking about it when they don't necessarily know that I'm listening. So those are some fun moments. Oh, I love that. That's great. Also, tell me your greatest fear. What do you fear the most? I fear, I don't know how I want to say this. Well, okay. First of all, my big fear is fire. I don't like fire. I worry about that. I don't know if I was Joan of Arc in a previous life, but for some reason, fire scares me. Uh, (laughs) But as far as when it comes to business is, I think I fear that people don't know how much I truly care about them. I don't want them to ever think that I am simply just here to get a paycheck. I love money. Don't get me wrong. I need money. We all need money. But I truly love what I do. And I am so passionate about what I do because I completely had a breakdown when my son was about three years old. And I found a better way of showing up. And I know that I can change the lives of other working women, especially working moms. So I think that I fear I'm not going to be able to share that message and be able to really help women step into the concept that it's not about doing it all or letting go of that guilt that they have and that shame that they have. Oh, I love that. In that vein, tell me a story where something held you back from doing something in your business or in your life. Well, I definitely played small when I was younger and I listened to too many people. And going back to my story of how when I was 13, I wanted to go out and communicate and teach people how to better communicate. Well, I didn't really know what that was. At the time, it was called industrial psychology, but I didn't know what it was. And people kept saying, no one will ever pay you to do stuff like that. 
And unfortunately, I listened rather than doing my own due diligence and again, really trusting my own instincts. So I think that would be the one thing that I think I did is I didn't trust my own instincts and really didn't follow my personal inner compass, which is why when I went into other industries and managed, and I had some great jobs, but they never felt 100% me. I always felt like I was going through the motions or again, that, you know, imposter syndrome. And it's because I wasn't doing what was authentic in my calling. Yeah, that's really good that you, you're you aware of that. Sometimes we go through those moments, right? We try to follow either somebody else's footsteps mm-hmm. or we think that other people know more than we do and we just trust. And then we realize halfway or at the end of it that maybe we knew better what we wanted or what we needed. So yeah, that's a really interesting story and, and thought-provoking moment in life. So let me ask you this. Tell me a moment where you accomplished something that you thought was impossible. <sighs> well, I don't know if it's necessarily impossible, but when I wrote my first book, it was very daunting and no idea how to put it together, where to go to publish it. When I was able to finish that, I, I did feel a great sense of accomplishment, being able to figure it out on my own, finding myself being a single mom when my son was not even two years old and being able to maneuver through my career path, starting a new business, going and getting my master's. Those were all things where, you know, sometimes you do wonder, why am I doing all of this? But knowing that it was the right thing to do. Yeah, I love it. You know, there's a lot of, I've interviewed a lot of accomplished women and it's like never enough. They have master's and PhDs and all these things. And it's like, oh, maybe I need to get another certification. I mean, I I will be guilty of this as well. Exactly. And then I think also, you know, the starting of the two TV shows, those came out of COVID. Going into COVID, being a speaker, I suddenly found myself with a lot of free time. (laughs) And rather than shrinking, it's again, it's the pivot. So I wrote another book and launched two streaming TV shows and again, had no clue how to do them. But it's amazing that when you get your mind set on it, how the answers and the right people start to come to you to make your dreams come true. I love that. We don't really get through life without some sort of mentor. And I don't mean this literally. It can be figuratively. Sometimes mentors come in different shapes and colors. Give me an example of a mentor or something that you felt um, helped you get through some some of the things that you had to struggle through. Yeah, I have been extremely fortunate that I have had some amazing mentors in my life. One of my first ones was my first boss. And I remember meeting her for the first time and she was probably in her early forties and just coming home and being, I want to be like her. And I think she taught me some lessons of being unapologetic and that women can be assertive and still can be respected, but not listening to the naysayers and going after your dreams. I had another mentor more on the parenting side. I always looked at her and just felt she was a really good mom as far as instilling the lessons growth and strength with her kids. So she was one of my mentors when I became a parent. Just so many other ones of just Larry Kendall, who I work with at Ninja Selling, again, probably one of the greatest mentors. He believed in me in a time when I didn't believe in myself and wondering how, because I used to be deathly afraid of public speaking, which ironically is what I do now. But he helped me to shift my mindset off of myself and focusing on the message 
and knowing that there's value and leading from value can, again, help you eliminate the fear. So those are some of the lessons that my mentors passed on to me. I love that. So tell me your greatest reward. What has been your greatest reward, whether it's in business or just life in general? From a business perspective, I would just say I have been very fortunate that my clients have been very successful. I would say on average, the women that I'm working with are seeing an increase of their business profitability, 80% or more. So that's fantastic. But what I really love are the stories behind the profitability. It's when they tell me that they were able to get themselves out of debt or they were able to go on vacation and truly go on vacation and disconnect. Because when I know that they're implementing the steps that I gave them to be able to, again, make more money, but really make sure that they're also living their life, that is hugely rewarding for me because that's what I want for them. And then on a personal level, you know, rewarding for me is just being able to spend time with my family. I have an amazing family and I just love being able to share more time with them. And now, because I've learned when I'm there, I'm really present with them. Oh, I love that. So let's go to lessons learned. Tell me one or two lessons learned that will help others achieve what you've achieved or even greater things. I think, again, follow your instinct. I'm not saying go and quit your job today, but if you feel like you're not truly doing what you were called to do, dig into it a little bit more. Again, you can read books, you can go through workshops, but really listen to that because you might be able to unlock something in your current profession where you can still do those things. But again, you need to live authentically. So I think that would be one lesson. Another lesson, ask for it. This is something I learned too late in life. If you have something to offer and you really believe in whatever it is that you have and you know that it's truly going to serve those, why would you not want to share what you have with somebody? Because it's going to make their life better, easier, more fulfilling. So ask for the business. If you have something, say, let me share something with you that I think can help you. Don't be afraid to ask. And um, from Marianne Williamson and her passage, Our Deepest Fear, don't play small. Your playing small does not serve anyone. Oh, wow. I especially like that one about asking. I think women, a lot of times, don't ask. Mm -hmm. You can't get if you don't ask. Now, you hold no. And a lot of times, I think we fear that somebody's going to tell us no, and we don't want to hear that. But I do feel like if you don't ask, you don't get. Absolutely. And again, I think we don't ask because we're fearful and we're fearful because we're thinking about ourselves and we're thinking about it as a sale. If you're coming from a place of true value and truly wanting to serve and help, what you have is a gift to them. Whether they say yes or no is not on you, but you deserve to at least let them know that the option is there if they want to take it. So you shouldn't be afraid if you have something truly of value. That's so true. Tell me, what's next for Clara in the next five, 10 years from now? Where do you see yourself? My next book will probably be out in the spring. So I would love to be on the road doing book tours and speaking to large women's organizations, just again, talking with them about how they can have success without sacrificing. So I would love to do that. My TV show, I can envision it now. It's going to be more global. 
I would love to be able to go around the world and just interview strong women in different cultures, different countries, and just really start to see how other women define success for themselves so that we can, again, have this global movement. And my son will be graduating in a year. So I will be probably living in a few different areas, maybe traveling to some different countries and just living life. Oh, I love that vision. So tell us, where do we get a hold of Cara Kapana? Um, the best thing to do is just go to my website, which is www.claracapano.com. And on there, you can watch the TV show. You can see my blogs. You can find out about my online courses. And again, you can just reach out to me and anything that you need. Other than that, I'm all over social media. If they just Google my name, they can find me. Oh, I love it. So Clara, thank you so much for being on this show. I so appreciate you. Thank you for being on the couch and really being so open and honest with us and telling us your story and telling us what you fear and what you're grateful for and what your successes will be in the future. So I so, so, so appreciate you. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. And we hope to see you when you have your book. We'd love to have you back on and get to know what you're all about and what you're writing about. Thank you for listening to The Brand Therapist. If you enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast on your favorite pod player. If you'd like to connect with me on social, you can find me at Yamoka Rodriguez Branding, Bespoke Branding Agency, or email me at yamilka at yamilka.com. Thanks for listening.